Hey, what's going on? It's Jay. Welcome to another episode of the show. This is a show where I sit down with the world's top creators, thought leaders, and I do everything in my power to unlock their brains for you. This is a very special episode recorded at the 2018 Major League Creative Connect Conference in Chicago. An incredible community. If you haven't been, you must attend 2019 MLC Connect. It's dope. That's all I can say. My guest this episode, you know him well. He's an independent designer, founder of Contino Studios, developed his own clothing brand. His gritty body of work includes working with clients such as Nike, Coca-Cola, MTV, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, and his award-winning work with FX Networks. It's none other than John Contino. I caught up with John after his keynote presentation at the MLC Connect 2018. We cover a ton of ground, confidence as a creative, developing a personal brand, the journey behind his upcoming book, and his unique philosophy that creatives should treat each year like it's your free agency year. He's quickly becoming one of the most highly sought after creatives in the game. His ambition and hard work are second to none. With that, I'll get out the way. I am here at the Major League Creative Connect 2018 in Chicago. I'm here with a, you know, a guy who's really talented, John Cantino. John, welcome to the show. Hey, thanks for having me, man. Really appreciate it. Yeah, you just got off the stage killing it, talking to a lot of uh, creatives about what they do. And one of the things that I really realized when you're talking is just, uh, I ask this to everybody, creatives wear a lot of hats in this dojo digital social space, right? There's a lot of things that you do as a business owner. Uh, how do you self-identify? I feel like it, these days, it's, it's like if you're not working for someone, then you are just, you, you are a designer. Like a lot of times people ask me like, well, what do you do? Like, what, what, what are you? Like, I'm a designer. You know, like whether I'm creative directing or if I'm doing the business end or I'm selling or I'm doing whatever. Because there's a lot more than just drawing stuff, you know? And it's just like, you know what? To me, being a designer in 2018 means you have to do all that stuff too. Right. So that's just, I'm a designer, right? That's that's the main goal. Everything else just kind of comes with it. So if you go to a party and people ask you what you do, you say, I'm a designer. Yeah, I mean, back in the day, like people used to ask that and I would just, I would never know how to answer it. You know, and then after a while I started making up terms, you know, just like making up <laughs> fake stuff and people were like, oh, what does that mean? And I'd be like, well, you know, and like I would explain it and be really dumb, but like, you know, after a while, it's just like, I'm a designer. Like, I design things. You, you want me to design something? I'll design it. It doesn't matter if it's a football team or a jacket or a house. Like, like design is design, you know? Like, right. it's space. It's, it's aesthetic choices. It's whatever. Like, it all kind of goes hand in hand. And, you know, the way things are now where everything kind of, you know, everyone's kind of making their own content. Everyone's making their own. So you have yeah. to do all the other stuff that comes along with it. So if you're a designer, you're a designer, and it's easy because, like, it kind of shuts people up at parties, too. Oh, okay. That's right. fine. <laughs> they don't know where to go from yeah, there. and that's it. <laughs> no, I love it. I'll have to use that when I'm a designer. Yeah. Um, you know, one of the things I really love that you talked about is personal branding. And, you know, it's one of those words that's thrown around a lot, maybe mm. even a little bit more than it maybe should. Maybe too much. Yeah. Right? But, but you really talked about it because, like, with creative types, we oftentimes, we, we focus on other people's brands so much that we oftentimes don't, you know, like you said, turn around and look at our own brand. Right. 
Um, one of the things I wanted to talk to you about, you've built companies, you work with a lot of big brands like Nike and, and uh, other folks. You know, what mistake, one mistake did you make while you were building your personal brand that you learned and what can some of our listeners learn from that experience? Now, I don't know if it's a mistake because I think you have to go through them in order to understand where you end up. Right. You know, and looking back, I'm like, well, that was a bad choice. Yeah. But you have to make all those bad choices to get there. You know, it's. It, I, I think at this point, you know, I've been doing this for 20-something years at this point. Right. Um, I, I understand that the best brands are the ones that are the most honest, that tell the best story about what it's representing. Right. So in terms of personal branding, I, I understood, like finally, after all these years, I understood that it has to say a little bit about my attitude or about my... The, the way that I approach things or the way that I feel about certain issues or, you know, do I want it to be funny? Do I want it to be serious? Like, I'm not a very serious person. Like, I want it to be kind of fun. I want it to be energetic. I want it to be just, like, raw, not, not you know, spit-shined. Like, yeah. I, want, I want that, like, emotion to come through. I like pure emotion because that's just, that's how I grew up. Yeah. That's how I am. Yeah. You know, that's how my daughter is. Like, yeah. like it's pure emotion. Like, just, like, wear your heart on your sleeve kind of thing. And I think that when I figured that out, is when I started to break down a lot of those walls, um, but you know it took it, it took a while because you have to admit a lot of things to yourself in order to get to that point. And um, you know I, I think the the best thing you can do is just learn how to be honest with yourself and how to um, you know identify who you are and you know like what your place is like you know what makes you a special person what makes you an individual you know are you happy with that are you not happy with that if you're not happy with that you got to deal with that somehow because yeah. yeah. that's who you are yeah. you know that's what you were born with that's what you got you know and i think once you get to that point then it really will turn into you know like understanding yourself and then being able to design for that and breaking it down into shapes and colors yeah one of the things i loved about your presentation really is just your honesty and that's what you were talking about earlier um and, and kind of to that point it leads to my next question you were talking about you know creatives you know having some confidence to really take on those projects and be the person that they want to be you know what are some things that that you do like even when i woke up this morning and i looked at my clock i got up at like five o'clock i was like man why did i agree to do these podcasts right but then it's like in about 30 seconds you know i did my little morning routine i was ready i said like, i'm ready for john right getting psyched up you know uh but 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 seriously like what are some things that creatives can do to to uh to build up their confidence and maintain it confidence is tough because a little bit of confidence does rely on other people right. unfortunately like there's gonna like and it goes beyond like your mom or your yeah. your grandmother or like yeah. your best friend or something telling you that you're great right. like it doesn't like part of it does rely on you doing something and someone really appreciating sure. it you know the other part I think has a lot to do with failing and someone not getting rid of you right. you know because that is kind of a compliment in itself like they see something in you Yeah. so you know, even from like the the juniorest of designers, there is a level of confidence that can be built just by being around, yeah. just by understanding, by seeing parts of yourself and other people who are successful. Yeah. You know, like seeing someone like a creative director where you work and seeing how they do things and you seeing what they're doing, going, well, I do that every day. You know, and then understanding that you are making some of the right choices. Maybe you're not doing them in an outgoing way yet or you're not doing them in a way that everyone understands, but you are making those choices and right. you see that successful person and I have a similar wavelength that we're on. So you, like right there, I think it starts to give you a little bit more confidence that you didn't have before recognizing that. And that's like one thing. I mean, there are so many things to build confidence and so many things that can break it down, probably more than make it. Right. You know, and I think it's just kind of like being able to be okay with who you are. And I think that kind of goes into the self-branding thing too. Like if you're comfortable in yourself, 
that goes a long way. And it takes a long time to be comfortable with yourself. Like, I mean, that's what teenage years are for, right. to be completely uncomfortable. Right. You know, but once yeah. you hit a certain point, there could be something, like, stabilizing in your life that helps you be more confident. Like, for me, when I met my wife, there was, a, there was you know, something so special about her that I recognized yeah. that I thought, like, well, if she's interested in me, there's got to be something about me that is better than what I think I have. You know, and even seeing, like, a relationship like that, which has nothing to do with work, builds a little bit more confidence and it is enough to kind of give you that extra oomph to kind of get past maybe one of the hurdles and then once you get past once you get past one then you can you have enough you know like thrust to kind of get to the next one and then as you start to build it's just momentum after that and then you know the momentum picks up and and you're able to kind of take a couple of chances here and there and one out of ten one out of a hundred works out and that one will give you another boost and before you know it you're just like you can walk into any room and you don't care who's there you say what you feel because you know what you feel is right and what you feel is authentic and true to yourself yeah i absolutely love that i love the part two where you were talking about finding yourself the creative director someone that you self-identify with and 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 honing in on that yeah and and you know kind of to my next point you know you have a book coming out right yeah so (laughs) i want to talk about your confidence your confidence level did you ever see yourself as someone who was who would be an author who's would speak in front of people like you did you know how much did you have to draw on your confidence for these projects you know what the book to start with the book it's you know i I grew up being obsessed with graphic design just design in general um you know and not going to a place like growing up in new york too i had access to all these schools i didn't go to any of them you know and i i knew plenty of people that went to them and some of the best designers in the world were their teachers so it's just like wow that's hard to you know go up against but um, I didn't do any of that stuff, and it was partially out of fear, partially out of like not really understanding even what I was doing, just doing it and just kind of being like, well, this is how I know how to do it, yeah. you know. And as I would go to bookstores and pick up all these books and you know all these famous designers and look at like their history of work, I I would always think to myself, be creative, you know. One one day down the line, I could do something like this, and I would have enough work, or people would care enough about what I do to want to collect it somehow. Right. Um, and to have a, a publishing company, Abrams Books, come up to me at this point in my life when, you know, I'm 35. Like, it's it's amazing to be able to do it now, yeah. you know, when all the people who have done it. And I understand, like, a lot of it is different where, you know, publishers want to, you know, keep the content rolling. Yeah. You know, and one, one of the things they told me was, like, why do we have to wait until you're dead to make a book? Like, why can't we publish in volumes? And I said, you know, that's a great idea. Plus, it gives me the opportunity to do it sooner. Right, right. You know? <laughs> But, you know, just doing that, the worst thing that came out of that was the fact that it was my first book, and it's something I've been thinking about for so long. The the amount of perfection that you feel like you have to put into that is just, is horrifying, because you you need it to be exactly what you've always wanted it to be. But then, just like anything else, when you get to a certain point, you realize that perfection is not what it's cut out to be, and you just have to be yourself. And I was trying to make it so amazing, like make it so it's like the best book in the world that even people that don't care about design want to buy it. But after a while, you realize it's like, that's not me, you know? I'm just going to do it the way that I feel comfortable doing it. And as soon as I did that, the book was flying. Like I was done with it in no time, you know? And that's just, and it's the same thing with designing the cover. I was like, this is the cover of my first book. It's got to be the best cover in the world. I spent two months working only on that cover. No client work, no nothing. I put everything aside. And I came down to the deadline. It was due 9 a.m. the next morning. I scrapped everything at 11.30 the night before, drew something up in 45 minutes, and that's what the cover is now. And it just 
it felt right. Yeah. You know, my wife went, she went to go take a shower, she came downstairs, I was like, what do you think? She's like, there you go. You know, and like, all of us, yeah. like, it, I've been struggling, I was like, yeah. it, none of it was making sense, you know, like, even though I would show people and they were like, yeah, that looks really cool, but it just didn't, it didn't feel right. You just got to do the things that feel right, because I think intuition and, and all that kind of has a lot to do with what we're doing, because you have to decide the way something looks based on a feeling, which is not tangible. Right. You know, you just have to run with it. And, and it's all about letting go and just letting yourself run with it. Yeah, no, I love it. You have to do what feels right. Yeah. I really, I like that. I'm going to write that one down. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I like that one a lot. Copyright John Contra. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, one of the things that you talked about earlier, and it, it kind of draws upon that earlier, you were talking about Soki, and I love it being a sports creative person. We live in this world yeah. of creative and sports. You talked about treating each year like it's your free agency year. Talk about that, and yeah. how important is that to your career? I mean, you never really, like whether you're independent or you're working for somebody else you never know who you're going to meet throughout the year throughout yeah. the course of a, like a, a handful of projects whether it's internal external whatever it doesn't matter there's always someone that's going to like show up and see you in the middle of doing what you're doing and you got to be on your toes you always have to be putting out the best you can put out because you never know when that opportunity is going to is going to present itself and you got to strike like if because once that's gone, you never know if it's ever going to come back again, right. you know. And that's that's one thing I learned being independent is that I had to learn how to identify those opportunities quicker. Because if I was working on a team, a lot of times there are there there's things that kind of present themselves where it's like we want you guys to work on this, you know. Or someone comes in for a meeting and you can kind of like talk to other people yeah. about it. And you're like, yeah. how can we do this? How can we do that? You know, as an independent. You don't really have that opportunity. You have to identify them. You got to realize that this is a chance that I have to take. Nine times out of ten, they don't work. Right. But the, the but the time that it does work, you have to know that you identified it and you jumped on it. And I think that's a really really important thing to do. Just always be ready, you know, to show that what you have to give is 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 valuable, and 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 show people that who you are as a designer and as a person is a valuable asset. So if you can if you can always be on your toes and always be putting your best foot forward, like. That's it's. Eventually, something's gonna come through, and eventually, it's gonna change your life. Yeah, no, I absolutely love it. So, be the the person in the free agency year, not the person after the free agency. Right. Year. Yeah. Right. 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 <laughs> Don't settle in on a big contract. Right. <laughs> no, I love it. All right, the title of your book. Where can people find it, and when is it coming out? Because I've got to tell you, I'm gonna be one of the first to buy it. Awesome. Awesome. <laughs> The title of the book is Brand by Hand. Um, it's coming out on Abrams Books on October 23rd, and you can pre-order it now on Amazon, uh, Barnes and Noble, and a whole bunch of other, you know, places where you can find cool books. Thankfully. Right. And in between that, where can people find you online? Uh, you can go to johncontino.com, and it'll lead you to everywhere. Right now, I'm running a studio, um, just as, as my name say, Contino, yeah. where we it's a full branding studio. We work from with companies from the tiniest little you know, coffee shop to the biggest sport franchises. Um, and that's going to be launching in the, in July, actually. Wow. So that's going to be coming out soon. But you can go to johncontino.com for now, and all the information will be there. Awesome, man. Yeah. Hey, congratulations on your success. Thank the you. new book coming out of your company. I really appreciate you stopping in here at the MLC Connect 2018. Yeah, thanks to for talk having to me, us, man. man. Yeah, hey, thank you're you. the best, man. <laughs> thank you very much. Appreciate it. Thank this you. is awesome. Yeah, thank thanks you. for coming on the show. Thanks. That about wraps it up. I really appreciate John coming on the show. His upcoming book, Brand by Hand, is available on pre-order wherever you find cool books. Before you bounce, three quick things. Number one, thank you for being a part of this community. 
I'm not sure how you wound up on this podcast. It doesn't matter to me. The fact we're in this creative endeavor together and can have a conversation is awesome. I feel honored to be in your ears, and the fact that you've paid attention is incredible. So I want to say thank you to you. Number two, thank you to the board at MLC Connect 2018, Chris, Ross, Mike, and Gareth. Thanks for showing so much love. And most importantly, thank you for creating an incredible community for creatives. Number three, please go check me out at JF Hicks on Twitter. Let's connect and transcend me being in your ears. Let's try to do something out there in the internet. Until then, bye. Bye.